Welcome to the Balanced Business Owner Podcast. The world around us isn't slowing down anytime soon. If you want to avoid trying to keep up and burning yourself out, it's important to be intentional about setting your own pace. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tools to manage your schedule and mindset so you can reconnect with your business, your family, and yourself and feel good about your life. I'm your host, life and business coach, Andrea Scalisi. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Here we are in our very first episode together on this podcast. I couldn't be more excited to bring this podcast to you and help you to stop overworking and start having more fun in your life. And my coach recently launched her a brand new podcast. And the first episode that she did was, you know, her telling her story. And I'm a client of hers. And even though I've heard her story like a hundred times, I loved that she did that on her podcast. I loved listening to her story again and, you know, picking up new things every time I hear it. And especially this last time on her new podcast launch. So, Whether you're a client of mine or you've never even heard my name before, I wanted to bring my first episode to you as my story. I want to tell you a little bit about my experience with overworking and with a parent who was a successful business owner who overworked my entire life pretty much until, you know, retirement of that person. So... (laughs) I'm going to tell you my story here on the first episode and tell you a little bit about like why I got into this field, why I help people achieve work-life balance and all of the things, because I think it's really important for you to understand why I'm doing this and, (laughs) you know, my experience with it. But I will say up front that before we get started, I hate telling this story. (laughs) I have to admit before I even get into it that I feel very uncomfortable, very vulnerable telling this story. I don't like talking about it. I hate sharing it. I hope that my dad, who was a successful business owner my entire life until he retired a few years ago, I hope my dad never hears this because It's just something we've never really talked about. It's like this topic in my family that never comes up. It's just like kind of, is it what it is? It is, was it what it was when I was a little girl? Like, it's something that we don't talk about in my family, even though it has played an enormous role in my life and who I am and what I do now with my clients. So dad, if you're listening, please turn it off now. (laughs) Like, I don't want you to hear this. But if you really want to listen, go ahead. This is all my opinion, my thought, my perspective on my life and how I got to where I am today. All right, so let's just dive right in. Where do I even start with my story? I I'm not a storyteller. I'm not the type of person that will sit here for hours and hours and hours and tell stories. I'm like, you know, give it to me quick, give it to me brief. I'm a direct type of person. And so this is going to be really hard for me. But 
I'm going to just give you the main points. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you my entire life story because you probably don't care. So, (laughs) all right. So when I was a little girl, my dad was um, an entrepreneur, a business owner. He owned a business in the 70s and the 80s. I wasn't born until 1982. So, but he did start his entrepreneurial journey in the 70s. So, um, when I was little, his business was really just growing and ramping up. He worked very long hours. He traveled a lot for business across New York State, which is where I grew up and where I currently live. I live in New York State still. So he traveled a lot. He would visit clients and, you know, look for potential new clients. And the way things were done back then, we didn't have computers that were really easy to use and process orders and things like that. The way business was done back then was in a bar, (laughs) in a bar, you know, drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes with a napkin taking somebody's order for whatever product you're selling, you know, whatever my dad was selling, taking an order on a napkin, you know, and when they were done, my dad would have to go back to work and like process the order manually. We didn't, they didn't have computers. Computers weren't a thing that they used in his business back then. So he had to process this all manually, worked very long hours, like I said, traveled a lot, was gone a lot when I was a little girl. Um, We had a wonderful life. I'm like getting teary eyed right now because I had a wonderful life. I had a great childhood. I had so much fun. My mom was home with me um, until I was school age. My brother, you know, him and I fought all the time and we still sometimes do like My brother's a pain in the butt, but I love him to death. And, um, you know, he was around and we both had friends and we went to school and we got a little bit older and we had things going on and it was really fun. But I definitely missed my dad. You know, I missed him when he was gone, when he was traveling, when he was working. I even missed him when he was in the room with me because I knew he wasn't really present I knew he was thinking about work. Um, oh, makes me so sad to think about. You know, he was building a business from the ground up and like, it's hard. It's really hard work. And he did it. He was successful. And he, you know, gave me this amazing life, him and my mom did. So I'm not at all trying to say bad things about my dad or my childhood or anything else. But Like I said, I missed him. Even when he was in the room with me, he wasn't present. He, he did what he could. He did his best, but I was very kind of like sad sometimes about that. And so when I grew up, I, you know, I went to college and after college, I somehow got into the investment banking world. I don't really remember exactly how it happened. Um, because I'm not the investment banking type of person, at least I don't think. But I ended up in the investment banking world. And I sort of like in my mid 20s, I sort of found myself raising, you know, sort of what's the word like climbing the corporate ladder. That's what that's what the word is. 
I was climbing the corporate ladder and I was doing really well. I was making a really good amount of money for somebody in their mid 20s. Um, I didn't love the work, but, you know, I loved the competition, I guess. It was like, it was like very fun to figure out different math problems and money problems and challenges in my work, but also it was like kind of competition amongst the other people there. Um, I personally think the investment banking industry creates that sense of competition as a corporate culture. And I was just embedded in it. And in my 20s, I I really kind of fell into it a little bit. I would not say that I overworked. Um, I didn't work like crazy long hours or anything like that. But I definitely started to fall into that. I was like in the beginning stages of falling into that overworking trap. Um, I got promotion, like this promotion. And with the promotion, I was traveling a lot to the UK. Um, It was so exciting to visit the UK and be in this new place and this new, you know, it was just all so new to me. And I got to meet all these new people and really collaborate on interesting projects. And I mean, I almost moved to the UK. I was really talking to my manager at the time about the possibility of me relocating there. Like I loved it. It was so much fun. But it was right around this time that I met and fell in love with my now husband, Simone. So we met sort of like in my late 20s around this time. And I fell in love with him. And he is just so much different than the corporate world, than climbing the ladders and all of those things. He's just like a regular guy. And um, I noticed when I met him that I was really falling into this trap in my life. And I was kind of at a crossroads, like, okay, I could go down this one road where I'm climbing the corporate ladder, I'm making a lot of money, I'm working really long hours, I'm doing great in my career, but maybe I'm not as happy as I could be with or without Simone. But I, I tend to believe it really wouldn't have worked out with him had I continued down that path. Or I can change course in my life and, you know, get out of the investment banking industry and go with this man who I want to spend the rest of my life with and find something for a career that really suits me better, that like feels good in my bones. You know what I mean? That like feels more aligned with who I really am instead of who I was like trying to be. So I made the decision. I left the investment banking industry and I um, married Simone. We have two little boys now and things are good. I just turned 40 years old last year, and (laughs) that was quite interesting. But yeah, I'm a 40-year-old woman. I now have my own business, and I work probably like 25 to 30 hours a week in my business. I spend a lot of time with my family. Some of it is quality time, and some of it it is not. Like, let's be honest. That's how life is with a family. Um, It If you know anyone that spends nonstop quality time with their family, like question that because I don't really know if that's possible. I don't think that's possible. But 
anyways, <laughs> I do my best spending quality time with my family um, and some not so quality time with my family. And that's great. You know, we own a house. We have a beautiful backyard and a really nice neighborhood. I am doing some interior design projects on my home currently, and which is like a huge passion of my mine. I love interior design. And I, you know, there was a time way back when in college where I thought I was going to switch to be an interior designer, but I didn't. So I love doing projects like that at home. I have balance. When I'm with my family, I will admit, sometimes I'm thinking about business. It's true. But that's when I'm like working on a creative project or when I'm really trying to solve a problem. Like my brain focuses on either finding a solution to the problem or, you know, coming up with this amazing idea for this creative project, like whatever it is. Like, when I'm with my family, sometimes I am thinking about work. Sometimes I'm talking to my husband about work and like getting his ideas and, you know, his advice and feedback and all of that. And that's okay. I don't feel any bit of guilt about doing that. It's totally fine. And if you are in your life, like thinking about business when you're around your family, ask yourself one question. Am I okay with this? Because if you are okay with it, then just like get rid of the guilt that you feel. It's totally unnecessary. It's okay for sometimes like business and personal life to blend, like blend together. It's totally fine. Just get rid of the guilt. But if you are spending time with your family and it's really bothering you that you can't stop thinking about work, you can't like really focus and be present and spend quality time with your family, then that's something to really look at. That's something that I work on with my clients. And it's not easy to break that habit. It's not easy to find, you know, the reasons why inside of you, why you're doing that and how to stop. But it is possible. So at least know and have that bit of like inspiration that it is possible. So that's pretty much it. Like, what is my life now? It's, I'm looking out my window. I'm looking at my backyard, looking at squirrels running around. I mean, like, not, not bad. It's pretty nice, I would have to say. I love spending time in my business. I love spending time with my family. Um, we just signed our boys up for indoor soccer. <laughs> my older son is six years old and my younger son is 21 months old and they're both doing soccer. It's really fun to go and watch them or play with them because with the little one, it's like a mommy and daddy and me. He can't really go out there by himself. We have to be with him. But it's so much fun because when I was a kid, I played soccer. Soccer was like my thing. And if my kids end up hating it, that's totally fine. I'm not going to force them to like soccer because I do. But, you know, they're young. And so I'm getting them into different things and getting them exposed to different sports and different crafts and different art and different things just to see what they are interested in. So it's a really fun time right now to see them playing soccer and running around and just kind of feeling that nostalgic feel from my childhood. But I, you know, love my dad. I love that he built this business and taught me so much about business and so much about 
money and organization and like operations and all of the things. I'm so happy about that. But I am also really happy that I can bring presence into my family life. I can bring like, mommy is here. Mommy is listening. Mommy is participating in the things I'm saying and all of that. You know what I mean? It's such a different experience for my kids to have not only a mom that loves her business, loves what she does and the work with her clients, but also can, you know, get into things with them. Like talk to my six-year-old about Pokemon, which he talks about nonstop, nonstop Pokemon. Like sometimes I need to take a break from Pokemon. That's okay too. But, (laughs) you know, to get into it and be interested or at least be interested in learning about or be interested in liking more the things that my kids like. So that's really important to me. And it's really important for me to help my clients, I guess, not have the same thing as me because what I have may not be what they want, but it's really important to me to help my clients figure out and sort of define what work-life balance means for them in their lives and what it means for their businesses. You know, me working 25 to 30 hours a week is my ideal situation, but that's not everyone's ideal situation. So I like to really get in there with my clients and find out like, what is their definition of work-life balance and how do we achieve it? And let's just go for it. Let's go in there and figure out what are the habits that they've developed that are keeping them from getting what they want? What are the reasons in their lives? Like what's their story? maybe even from their childhood that has gotten to them to where they are in this overworking type of place. And what do we need to do to shift that story a bit to get them to change and have a different type of life, the life that they really want? I love my work. It is one of my favorite things. And I plan to do this for a very long time. I have been in business now for, I don't know, maybe four years. I haven't done work-life balance coaching that entire time, but I kind of fell into this, I guess you could say. I sort of fell into this when I saw a lot of my colleagues and fellow coaches and other people that own businesses, I saw them really overworking and struggling. and And I was like, why is it so easy for me not to do that? And it's so hard for them. And I just really wanted to get in there once I, once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. You know what I mean? Like it was in my brain, these people struggling to have lives outside of business. And I knew that I had to help them. I knew that I could help them. I knew that I was pretty much the perfect person to help them. So I changed up my business, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago, something like that, to focus on helping business owners achieve this work-life balance. And ugh. It is so satisfying, so fulfilling. I just love what I do. So that's it. That's my story in a nutshell. That is why I do what I do. And I hated every minute of talking about it. (laughs) But at least that gives you a little bit of insight into who I am 
and what I do and why I do what I do and what you can expect from this podcast moving forward. So I hope you'll join me on this journey of this new podcast. Subscribe now and I'll see you on the next episode. One last thing before you go. I want to invite you to take a minute and download my free training, Simple Shifts. In this training, you'll learn a mix of simple scheduling and mindset shifts you can make to get on the roadmap to finally achieving work-life balance. To get my free training, go to andreascalisi.com forward slash simple dash shifts. The link is in the show notes as well. I hope this free training is all you need to find your balance. Have an awesome week. Take care. Thank you.